You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a special guest, not under the best circumstances, but I think this is more than necessary. Um, we were just talking about how, um, or at least I was just saying how, how Nipsey impacted my life and, and just my walk in terms of how I view myself in the world as a black man. And, you know, we just felt that it was necessary to have this conversation, especially us as black men being able to talk about these things and um, even express how we're processing the feelings, the thoughts, the emotions of everything while it's happening uh, versus just holding it in, which is very easy to do as men in general, just to hold them in. So I um, just want this space to be a place of uh, vulnerability, um, encouragement, and yeah, just like support. So yeah, um, without any further ado, uh, please introduce yourself, man. Yo, my name is Jonathan Teklai. I'm from the Bay Area, living in Brooklyn. Um, I am an Eritrean American and uh, never have felt proud of that, uh, especially in times like this. I work in tech and then I also do comedy. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel very fortunate to even have the format to talk about how much Nipsey has impacted my life and um, done so much for the reaching community. So I really appreciate having this conversation. Thank you as well. I feel like, um, you know, even just seeing you work and, and even build um, in multiple ways and sort of put out your creative work. You know, I see a lot of a Nipsey in that. You know, yourself and, you know, we're just talking about Blue and, you know, all of our friends that uh, are just doing great work. You know, I just feel like uh, it's, it's, it's an important time to support all of us who, who are for the betterment of our people. And I'm glad now that, you know, to even have this type of platform to even talk and just share how, 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 think, how we're processing these things. Um, but before we get into to that, you know, can you just let people know who you are and also just, you know, what you're a part of? Man? Cool. Um, so I moved out to New York from the Bay uh, to really kind of explore my passions. And, you know, I had worked my way up through the kind of corporate tech ladder and kind of built myself up uh, to a, a spot. And then so I moved out here to work remote, started my own business, doing career coaching, working with Coding Academies, um, working with one in New York called Full Stack and Grace Hopper, which is an all-female engineering uh, Coding Academy, using my background in HR to do career coaching with students. Uh, something that I was thinking about doing for just like to help others, but somehow ended up finding a way to get paid. Just kind of blessed meeting some guy walking around in New York who worked for one of the Code Academies. Um, so that's what I do for an income. The way I've kind of separated my, my life currently is um, I have what I do for money that I, I really appreciate and I'm very thankful of and gives me time, especially the flexibility to be different places and pursue what I like. And I really appreciate the fact that I get to explore my art of choice, which is comedy for just for the love. And I think the way that I approach that, you know, just from a lot of the mentors that I look up to, you know, some one of them, including being Nipsey, um, is just really doing stuff with my homies and doing it on our own. Right. Um, New York definitely has a comedy scene, which is amazing. Uh, I love hitting the open mics here. Um, there's so much different types of like weird alt comedy and you can get like, you know, just real dope and, and just like, you know. Yeah, we saw each other at the Knitting Factory one night, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Knitting Factory is yeah. definitely, definitely my favorite show out here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And um, 
you know, I, I love learning from whatever routes that there are, but I also want to do stuff in my own way. Um, you know, uh, shout out to the homie Mark. He owns Cafe Rizule, opened up the space for me and the homies. Uh, Brian Thompson, who's another amazing comedian. Uh, Sean Valentine, who's a dope producer, produces the show Brian that stars Brian, uh, a co comedy web series. Um, and we just um, added the homie Nehemiah, who's uh, from Never Sad, does sketch comedy, to co-host a show with us. We have a monthly comedy show at uh, Urzule. Next month is going to be our first outdoor show. It's going to be a smoke show, <laughs> third Wednesday of May. <laughs> we're, we're doing shit real weird. We're getting outdoors. We're blowing trees. It's going to be like car sirens going on in the background. Nice. It's going to be comedy outdoors, something new, something never done before. Uh, we're just doing weird stuff. You know, it's free. It's all for the community. You know, we're just opening up the space for us to do our own thing. Also doing other stand-up shows and sometimes do improv. Uh, but I'm most passionate about sketch, personally. Yeah, man, just doing things I love with people who I love. That's real, man. And, and even just you you saying those things, like, so casually, you know, I just also want to acknowledge, man, that's, that's, that's amazing just that you're able to sort of tap into to most of your passions um, and find ways to sort of bring them to life, man, and, and find ways to bring your friends in to do it. I think that's dope, man. Um, I really appreciate even just, you know, sort of seeing what you do from a distance. I feel like, um, you know, between your professional stuff, I don't think a lot of people would even know what you're doing. Um, but you're, you're up to a lot, man. So it's, it's really dope to see, man. Thanks, dog. I appreciate that. I try to, I don't know, I, I kind of keep that, some of that stuff low. I'm trying to work on actually putting it more out there because I know that, um, you know, some of the stuff that I've learned can really help other people. But sometimes just dealing with like the conversations that happen when people know that you might be doing something. Yeah. Uh, sometimes drains me. Being in the Bay Area, that drained me a lot. It was such a tech environment where everyone works in tech. So everyone's like, oh, who do you work with? And all that. And it's like so much of that type of networking conversations to the point where pe people aren't being themselves. What I preach about in New York is there's so much diversity in what people are doing that unless people know, no one really cares. To like mm. ass and no one gives a fuck so it just gives you offer gives you the opportunity to get weird and you know get, and find your own kind of lane so Definitely. but uh yeah and I'm, I'm working on you know finding ways to share what i've learned in the corporate world as well to help people i really like make bringing people joy making them laugh um and kind of educating through comedy but obviously you know want to use my background to help others in their career as well yeah i'm just looking forward to seeing what that looks like even you know further down the line man i feel like it's you know, you're planting really good seeds right now man Thanks, brother. I appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. So, like I said, I don't really know, you know, how or, or where to start this, but, you know, sharing your story, I guess, sharing your story in regards to, you know, your your relation, whether I just be as a listener or even as, you know, personally with, you know, knowing Nipsey um, and, and how's that sort of uh, has impacted you, man? Yeah, so um, <clears throat> I've met Nipsey a, a few different times. Um, and just mainly watched him from afar, um, but had the opportunity to meet him. I think the first time was in 2008. He's a, so again, he's a Retrain, um, which is a country, small country in East Africa. Uh, only, you know, a very small few million people in the world, um, but a very proud independent nation. Um, became independent from 1991. Um, and there's a, a lot of martyrs in that cause. 
um, and it's a very prideful part of um, our culture um, and giving back to the community uh, because of that. Um, so the Bay Area uh, East African community is very small, uh, not small, but like very close knit. Um, and Nipsey came to the Eritrean Festival in Oakland Tech, I want to say in 2008, after Hustles in the House, and he had a he had a, a party with a, one of my aunt's friends actually <laughs> uh, that was thrown in San Francisco. I cannot remember the name of that venue. Yeah, uh, but I was there playing basketball uh with the with the oakland team and he just can't walk around the school uh kind of showing love so very briefly um and then fast forward a few years uh my cousin daniel um from de entertainment shout out daniel uh, appreciate you he threw concerts uh in the bay area um and he was throwing um one of uh, uh nipsey's first shows in san jose in december 2012 i want to say um i had done some videography um you know for some of the kind of comedic sketch videos i did in college and um just for a homie website shout out Dage for creative class um but i never really got paid to do videography and uh my cousin asked me if i wanted to be uh, the videographer for nipsey's first uh, show in san jose at uh i can't remember the name of that nightclub um but it's uh the videos on vimeo.com slash jtechlight you can look at my old videographer life if you want to stalk me in that way uh but um, yeah, it was the first time I ever got paid to do to be a creative, um, and the first the first Eritrean creative that I'd seen make it in America was Nipsey Hussle. So that alone just really kind of unlocked my brain on what I was capable of, and kind of empowered me to be like, yo, I'm not just like someone pretending to do something. Like I can do something. I and then after people saw me having a Nipsey video, all of a sudden people thought I was like legit, right? They're like, especially in the East African community, everyone looked up to Nipsey. He he was still. He was still up and coming at this point, um, but you know that opened a lot of opportunities for me to do. You know, I got asked to do wedding videos because of that, <laughs> just like random stuff. Because you know, once people see you in that light, you know, and see the 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 um, so you have the opportunity of something that looks like official, then you know they imagine you as that as well. So that really helped me put myself out there, and you know, as a creative, really the first time, first time I really used my logo uh, on something. And he was and he was mad cool and just showed love again. You know, wouldn't say I was best friends with the man, but um, just seeing how he interacted with my cousin um, and some of the other homies that pulled up, taking pictures with people, showing love, um, and really just going above and beyond. I was like, yo, this dude is really actually about what he's rapping about. And ever since then, it was just like I really just became a huge fan of the music. Uh, I mean, even early on, I felt like oh, I'm just supporting this like a reach dude. You know what I mean? He was just like <laughs> off the strength, off like- the strength. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yo, and he's on some gang gangster shit like <laughs> and like not even just some east african gangster shit like some actual some actual gangster shit and i was like damn snoop's fucking with him so i was like wow like this this nigga literally broke the mold mm, mm. broke the mold of what i obviously i didn't wasn't inspired to go down the crip lane per se <laughs> but uh you know I, what i saw especially from earlier you look from since hustles in the house on there like mm-hmm. Or even how he looked on that uh, French Montana guy, what you need. Mm. He was way more crypt out. <laughs> but if you look how he, he like just grew himself, um, you know, how he kind of inspired others to grow mm. on the creative aspect and the business aspect, which I feel like literally that's how my life is split. I'm half, you know, doing consulting for the startup and tech, doing like executive search and career coaching. And I'm also half uh, doing 
comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the way that he's integrated that in his life and, and is motivated about both things at the same time of the art and the business, um, you know, that's, I think he's a huge inspiration into that and me just believing in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that, um, I shot two more shows for my cousin uh, that he threw one in Oakland, which is amazing because it's the hometown, it's a new parish, it's like one of my favorite concerts of all time. Mm-hmm. He brought out the Jacka, rest in peace the Jacka for those who know, for those who don't know, look at the music, one of the Bayer's best, and just show love to everyone, you know what I'm saying, everyone that was there. And then the last show was in Petaluma after Crenshaw, and I want to say January 2014, and he was pretty huge at that point, but still show mad love, you know, still. He actually gave, like, he literally was giving discounts for my cousin just off the fact that he was a retreat and just like mm-hmm. booking him and coming back to do shows with him because he's like, yo, if I'm in the Bay, I might as well fuck with the retreat promoter who's throwing mm-hmm. the shows, you know. And obviously at a certain point you get too big, <laughs> but showing love for more than, you know, he needed to. Um, and then so me having just like, three videos of uh that i had shot of nipsey hustle you know and the first one was pretty trash not gonna lie but by the last one i really had something i was proud of that i was putting mm-hmm. out there that helped me get gigs you know I, because of that i got a um a documentary gig for um a museum in san francisco um and just you know now i use that skills from me taking that time because i'm not doing videography mm. when i'm doing sketch comedy i'm about to I, I look at all that time i spent editing those nipsey hustle videos because i cared so much because mm. i was doing something for like the retreat icon like that i look up to as a kid um it helped me like learn look up stuff on youtube to be like yo how do i get better at this because i didn't want to disrespect nipsey hustle mm. because i knew i wasn't as good as i needed to be i was always just kind of finesse everything right but i needed to get to get better especially by that last concert in petaluma um so that i really had something i'm proud of and now I'm like something like cause i look at it and it's amazing i mean not super amazing but amazing to have the memory mm. um and then now I apply that to the comedy world. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a waste. Even though I didn't become like some type of professional videographer, I'm using those same skills to make sketch comedies and troll people <laughs> <laughs> through weird videos that I make. Definitely, man. Even just for me, I'm just sort of like sitting back and just thinking about the importance of these stories, man. Like you being able to share these moments and stories in your life is how like, you know, these moments can continue to live, man. So like, yeah, just even even hearing that, I feel like um, Nipsey's path was very much, you know, intentionally or unintentionally just, you know, imparting like his energy and, and his mindset um, to anyone he, he met or worked with or collaborated with or came into his path. You know, it just seems like he was able to embed some of those principles into what you're doing now, you know. So, so for you, man, like... I feel like so many people have have stories of his life or just, you know, moments that, you know, he sort of interacted with them. Um, like, how has your perspective been just on, on recent events, like, and just seeing seeing how things have, you know, played out? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I feel like he's definitely impacted so many people that he's met personally, but I think he's impacted that many more people that he hasn't. Mm. And, I, and I think that's like the shows like the true impact of why you see people globally right now as we speak. You know, we're going to we're going to head to a vigil in Harlem right after this, uh, but around the world, even, in, you know, East Africa anywhere Europe um, they're all celebrating him because he was able to like follow his path so like intentionally and educate himself and push himself so much that he's able to um, he's able to spread his message in such a clear consistent and authentic and believable way he didn't waste any words (laughs) at all yeah yeah 
at all and not only just in his raps in his interviews as well you know i mean he's he was someone who took interviews very seriously Mm -hmm. um one of my like 54 year old cousin Mm -hmm. uh shout out jonas if you don't listen to this um he's just like never listened to any rapper ever just like he put in the family group chat like after watching a hot 97 interview which is like hilarious thinking about him watching a hot 97 interview right 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 (laughs) uh but he was just like wow this is the smartest rapper of all time Mm because someone who doesn't even listen to this type of music is able to be impacted so that's why you see business owners who are sad that's why you see Mm. that the chief of the los angeles police department said he cried when he found out that nipsey died Mm. think about that a crip from los angeles Mm. dies a cop the chief cop mourns his death because of how much the community is going to hurt without him Mm. like if that's the most wild thing i saw that on twitter i was like yo this is wild like this and you know the impact is everywhere and it's it's genuine from all people like it doesn't seem like it's even on no clout type stuff it's not just some other rapper who passes who people pretend to listen to it's 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 the if people listen to him they fucked with him Mm. that's and that's really what it was the the thing is he was imagine if he wasn't so independent how many how many more people would have you know what i mean would have heard his message but that's also part of like what his spirit was was the fact that he was independent Mm, definitely man yeah i I just i just sort of see in terms of his mindset and his perspective and i can tell he was just a reader i I can tell he's a reader yeah um and just his ability to sort of uh, impart intelligence you know in interviews and like I remember for me it was like watching Jay-Z interviews was like studying for me exactly and I feel like Nipsey had that same spirit like I feel like I really feel like he didn't waste any words like everything he said had a purpose everything he said was meant you know for you to hear and for you to digest and take in and like understand like his perspective on ownership his perspective on how you should treat others and how, how you should carry yourself as a man or just even as a human being. I, I feel like just even being able to see him set a huge example. Like I was just saying earlier, I feel like he was definitely like in terms of what every black man in America should be striving to become. He was that. He was living the life that um, we seek to, you know, live and, and, and impact the people in our lives positively and raise our families and be respectable men. Like he was the, the standard for that. And I just feel like um, people are now beginning to appreciate that more so, you know, than ever, you know, just sort of seeing the value of, you know, a quality human being. And, you know, when those types of people come into our lives, you know, how we should value those people. I just remember even just texting people, not even mentioning the current events, but just texting friends, just saying how much I appreciate them and how much they mean to me and how much I see, you know, their work or just even their friendship as, you know, valuable, you know? So I just feel like it's really important just to acknowledge those types of people that are in our lives right now, you know, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's what I've been trying to take away, especially now that um, I process things. Um, my homegirl, Bana, had a, um, a good get together on Monday night um, and we invited uh, some other people um, just kind of put it out there that you know if anyone wants to kind of kind of mourn um, 
in a celebration of his music kind of way played his music um it's it's part of the retrain culture it's called a hazen is when people get together um in someone's uh space and eat and and, and traditionally back home people are mainly crying this is like an american contemporary version where we're just like listening to the music drinking eating and just like celebrating um you know the way we know how his music so that really helped me process everything uh, so i was very thankful for that and now my, my my main takeaway i mean there's so many takeaways but it's just like mm. all right how to like i feel like nipsey made such an impact on my life but it's it's crazy how uh mainly from an inspiration kind of way it's crazy how how much i forgot some of the feelings of how inspired i was to make certain decisions now that i've made those decisions made those changes it's just like damn how come i like it's it's a bit been embarrassing long for me for how long it's been since I listened to some some of the songs like I, I used to listen to one of one every day yeah, yeah, like for yeah. like you know what I mean just like two whole years yeah. and it's just like damn like mm. I, I feel like I fell off my hustle mm. I feel like I got complacent after I just kind of hadn't been listening to the music as mm. much mm. you know kind of got you know a little bit of complacent you get to a certain level right but obviously you know not to be corny but the marathon has to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as far as the takeaway um, it's really been just to give the people their flowers while they're here mm-hmm. and there's so many um, people who inspired me from California who went out and just did things uh, you know um, just like man just a lot of people even people who had moved to New York so my homegirl said new tech lines and uh, retrain from uh, the Bay Area who came out here it's like after college and um, and was doing her singing thing out here just having people like that as examples who are look like you mm-hmm. who are from where you're from you know when they've done those kinds of things you know don't wait till a certain point don't wait till they're uh, past a certain level where it's obvious you know they have a certain clout where you have to start showing them love to really give them their flowers if they've inspired you in any way like mm-hmm. you know that, that support can go a long way yeah, I, I'm looking forward to to seeing that become like more. I think it already has. It's it's like just naturally, it's becoming more and more evident. You know, because of recent events, that people are beginning to realize how special we all are, our people are. Anyone who's making that effort to sort of like contribute something good to the world, like, should be valued. You know, so you've talked to friends and, and people have have friends and, and you know people that we've talked to, sort of been processing things. Yeah, I think one thing that everyone has to remember is everyone mourns differently. Mm. And I think all my friends, uh, for the most part, have a lot of emotional intelligence. A lot of people just showed out and showed love. Um, you know, the response has been so positive to anything I've said. And um, But, you know, some people, different backgrounds, you know, whether you agree or, or disagree with them. Um, I think now because I share a lot of stuff online as I'm you know pursuing what I'm interested I receive a lot more messages from people and you know people have all different types of reactions some people don't want to talk about stuff on social media some people want to um, and I think in times like this it's, it's important to be as delicate as you can with people because they're in the process of mourning um, and you have to be respectful of that um, you know and whether I agree or disagree with them you know like some people have contacted me to talk about um, you know some of the cons- like things related to the Dr. Sebi uh, uh, documentary, things like that. Um, and my approach is to, you know, just one, tell them how much I appreciate them for even wanting to communicate with me about this. Two, tell, you know, tell them something I appreciate about them. Mm. Um, and then 
if I want to offer my opinion, um, you know, a, a friend had reached out to me saying, you know, about how you know uh, certain things can't can't be coincidences, mm. um, and I was like, hey, like I agree with you, man. Like I think that I think that they probably have hired killers in the past. I think they probably would like to not see this documentary go on. I think it's very possible for that they could hire someone to kill someone. However, based on some information that I've heard. Uh, about um, who the killer is and you know Nipsey knowing who that is um, I do think it's just as likely that um, you know someone who had a crabs in a barrel mentality who was jealous of someone who worked so hard and so many people um, could have had you know another reaction but again thank you so much for you know not, and I don't mean that in a fake way being like but hey you know I don't even know um, you know I just this isn't uh, an area that I personally feel comfortable about when you approach people with respect and empathy you know as opposed to arguing with people especially in times like this I just don't think that what he would want he'd want us to be focused definitely man and I feel like this has really been a teaching like moment for for all of us just in regards to, to empathy and and also um, yeah just listening like I feel like I, I was telling you before we even started like you know I you know ran into a couple friends just on the street you know a couple days after and just like you know, really just said, yeah, just told them, like, really, like, you know, ask him, how are you doing? Like, really, are, are you hurting now? Like, in, like, us really having, you know, honest conversations about, like, how we were processing all of this. Um, I think that's that's a, a, a huge, huge point, because I feel like just in general, like, just in life, I feel like, at least for, for guys, like, it's difficult for us to sort of open up in some ways and, and be vulnerable, especially with our other, you know, guy friends. Um, but, you know, over these past couple of days, I've just been seeing a lot more openness or at least willingness to sort of just say where you're at, you know, whether you're, you know, haven't really felt anything yet or if, you know, you are, are feeling everything. I feel like it's, it's, it's good to say either of those things um, just so that, you know, it's easier to process this thing. And, and, and even like you were saying earlier, just I feel like everyone sort of has has their opportunity to sort of process their own way and I feel like you know this is sort of helping everyone to sort of like at least vocalize some of those things as it's happening you know do you feel like that's been happening for you as well or others that you've seen yeah no I think um, I think it's dope that people are creating you know the space to to talk about this people are getting together um, again I think that's like the healthiest way to process things is getting together IRL mm in real life you know what i mean i think so so often people wait behind their phones and develop anxiety and think about it's like you know watching people from afar or like waiting to see if something's fun for sure seeing proof of something to to feel like they want to go to something it's just like yo man have an experience and everything's gonna be 100 percent. you know nipsey talks about so many l's that he takes mm. and he's like literally sacrifice like he's sacrificing himself to give others knowledge based on each l but you still gotta you gotta take random opportunities new york will show that to anyone you know i mean you gotta you gotta gotta have some awkward stuff happen which sometimes can end up fun and you know even if it's people that you don't know you know in the gathering that i was at a lot of people didn't know each other but obviously there's a common theme you know even if we don't agree with uh, everything we can focus on what we can agree on which is like how our relationship should be you don't want to hang out with all people who are just like you you know what i mean you're, you're really not going to be learning you look at all the people who are mourning nipsey right now look how many different backgrounds they are from every aspect of his life you know what i'm saying from from crips to gary v so <laughs> does that you know a crip and gary v don't need to hang out together 24 7 but they all can learn from each other you know for for what's happening now i think um 
you know, we're going to head to this vigil soon and, and also just like connect with more of our brothers and sisters um, just to sort of process this together. You know, and I feel like what you said in terms of like, you know, connecting in real life is really important. You know, that's a part of the healing process There's the individual healing, but there's also a collective healing that also needs to take place. You know, so I feel like, you know, if we can all just heal together and also just like like continue to to sort of live out like some of these principles like that you're talking about. I feel like Nipsey has sort of played a, a huge factor in my life as well, indirectly, and sort of seeing how his music has sort of impacted me and how I think um, about myself. Being able to, you know, see how we can all carry on this mission um, because it's, it's what we should be doing. I'm actually, you know, encouraged just by seeing how many people are coming forward and just being able to let people know that you know there is support here so yeah man I, I, like how do you see like you know the the next few you know months or you know years even of us sort of like you know processing this together like you know how do you feel we should uh you know carry things on yeah man well first thing we gotta do is like make sure not just the music but like all his initiatives are continuing to be supported right mm. he's doing a lot in a lot of different areas even in the he has like his own tech incubator um, you know, a lot of stuff for the, the city of Los Angeles as well. Um, and just the whole marathon movement, right? And then obviously, we, you know, my personal belief is that if Nipsey Hussle ever inspired you to do something, it is your responsibility to inspire others consistently in true marathon fashion. So in, every, in any which way that you want to do that, you know, Nipsey has a, a, a very like amazing quote on offhand, but like how if you know your purpose, you know, you got to understand how lucky of you are to know that and do what's needed to continuously pursue that so you can help others. Um, you know, that's that's all within ourselves. So that I think that's something we all got to do. And then, you know, just living out the values uh, of the music and just continuing to support. That's all we can do and what you're doing right now with this podcast. Honestly, give me the space to talk to people. I'm very appreciative of this. You know, I see all the amazing artists that you have on here. So, um, you know, I think it's just doing doing, doing that, but, you know, also obviously taking everything in the sixth gear and, and really having like, just the motivation that this man had um, and is still in that in our life and you know I'm, uh, it's just a reminder for me to make less excuses that's <laughs> mm, a fact man well I, I also just want to say thank you for, for sharing um, as much as you have I feel like really like these stories are very important and if like we can if they can live in our minds and help us to sort of process these things I think it's, it's all helpful man so I, thank you for the service that you're doing by even sharing these stories because it's it, it's, it's more helpful than you know so so we appreciate it man and um yeah i'm just looking forward to seeing you know you know how we all just continue continue everything continue everything that he started you know so better our people yeah man much love dog yeah appreciate it bro of course like, yeah definitely so I, I feel like we'll be back again in the near future to like you know have another episode but but yeah man just thank you again man. much love appreciate it so yeah this is taj alexander on open canvas with my brother here tech lie you know what it is yeah and we're out to find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj, T-A-J, dot, opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander. Thank you.